It's been long enough, you know, we're kind of right to the chase. We're back. Welcome to episode nine of the Bot Lobby. I'm your host, Rudy's. <laughs> yeah, come on. Speed run. <laughs> Speed run this shit. This guy was just talking about how he has no passion for the recording today, and now he's all happy and giddy. I don't know what you're referring to, <laughs> sir. This is your co-host, Sam. What's How's good, y'all? Another me? What? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> Okay. No, I'm actually like hyper for no reason. I don't That's know. Good. Why. That's good. It's good for the recording. What's good, y'all? How are we doing today? Um, don't forget to. We're doing the shit first, right? We're starting. No, we just gotta start doing that. I got like. Yeah. yeah, yeah it it yeah, makes yeah. more sense. Don't forget you know, to just like, in case they, you know, some people might forget. Facts. Like, oh, see, if you would have told me, exactly. I would have known. I would have understood. Like, oh, I clicked off thirty seconds before the video. That's what ended. I'm saying. You word, never word. know. Like, what it. What if, like, someone just lost connection? Exactly. And then it's like they forgot the shit that they just heard right beforehand. That's a good point. That's what I'm saying. You you, you just got to play it safe. Facts. You know, you can continue. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. All right, so don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, follow, repost this shit, send it to your friends, send it to your moms, your dad, your significant other, send it to your brother, your sister, whoever. Put everyone on. You know, the bot lobby on the come up. Don't forget to... You know, every literally everything, everything. What else? Like, comment, subscribe, um, repost. No, no we, I think we got it all. Yeah. Bro. Fuck three weeks. Three this weeks. <laughs> this fucking uploading schedule is as consistent as my memory, <laughs> and that's really not saying much. That's actually terrible. Yeah, I mean, you know, we all got we got our shit going on. I was. Sick as fuck last week, so that's why we didn't. Not where I had my turn like a month ago. Yeah, fucking allergies fucked me over real quick. Nah, for me, I actually my sister got me fucked up. Literally, like one day of spending the day together as a family, and she got me sick as hell. And I was like out of commission for like half of last week. That shit was ass. Yeah, it's oh. like the season of like people getting colds and shit. But I'm good now, yeah. And after a whole pandemic, this is really the worst shit ever. Like, yeah, because it's like you don't even know. When, like everyone's thinking, like some you see someone cough and you're like, oh my god, like this man has COVID, like blah blah. blah. And it's like, bro, I'm, I'm just regular sick. Like you can't even be regular sick anymore. It's crazy. It'd be like that sometimes. <laughs> but not yet. Before we continue, I do, I do gotta say this. <clears throat> Last podcast, I may have said something that was rather. <clears throat> Not not okay. <laughs> uh, I was gonna go to fucking hyperboles and extremes, but you know, no no excuses for that. It was a moment of weakness that I shouldn't be showing. Period to myself, other people, or anything like that, and I shouldn't be referring to myself as that. Even if at the moment, I feel like that would be a word that would be able to describe me the best, but that doesn't make sense. It's just an excuse, and you. Know, once again, there's no excuse for that. Apologize for that, but <clears throat> back to what <laughs> episode nine. We Daniel at ten already. We should be at ten. <laughs> we should be higher than ten with all the the shit we got going on. Now, nah, if we literally like started the day that um, like we had initially planned on starting. Oh no, we shit, would be we at like been twenty. On, by nah, now, season two. <laughs> <laughs> We would have already taken a like a hiatus, like already would have nah. Yeah, we, we missed out on a couple of weeks, even just starting out, but 
it's the the pros and the cons of starting some shit like this but we here now ready to get it up sir sir what oh let's sit closer no one's gonna be able to hear your beautiful voice the beautiful <laughs> voice that produces so many hit songs <sighs> The hit songs are just stopped being produced. Nah, it's coming up that. to the end of the year, sir. Don't say that, because I'm actually going to the studio tomorrow. For how long? For like two hours. How many songs are coming out of this studio session? Album? If we're talking EP? about the amount of songs that I have, like, I already have it more, like, just laying dormant. It's just about the right time, like, to, you know? You just always, you have to... You can't rush perfection. You know what I'm saying? Shut the fuck up, <laughs> You know what I mean, the bro? The time it's is like, now. The time is uh, right. All the best artists, they leave their fans waiting. That's what I've realized. No, they don't. They do. It's You idolize Cardi. Like not he, He's him. not a good artist. It's not just him. And he's amazing, actually. He's but really not. It's really not just him. Who else is it? How many artists bring out or put out like projects or even just songs like within like most people wait yeah because they got it like that okay ah you gotta (laughs) (laughs) you gotta get yourself to that spot first (laughs) you just got to nah yo i peep some i peep something very interesting and something something that's getting the community together or hopefully it's getting the community together because it's for a good cause you see that um, shit that Mr. Beast is doing right now? Oh, the the ocean thing. Right? That Team C's yeah, thing. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. The crazy thing is that like there's o- like there's been so many like movements and whatnot to try to like preserve life in the ocean, but this would probably work the best, or this would be the most efficient way, just because of the Could influence be, yeah. Mr. Beast got yeah. with everybody. Yeah. Like every YouTuber I've um I've watched basically. Like they've been hit up by Mr. Beast and they have a um a pro- word a, a thing a promotional video for yeah, it. Yeah, that's facts. I, yeah, I saw that shit like multiple times. Like when I was like watching YouTube, probably over like the past week, it's been that I've been like seeing it a lot. But I think it's a great thing what he's doing, and it's like it's cool. It's like it's like a good promo to to even have like on your channel, like on some. Not on some like oh like, let's promote like Raid Shadow Legends or like let's that promote black ass <laughs> fucking ass. I saw I've I've never tried it, but I've just seen the reviews of everyone saying it's basically yeah. a scam. Yeah, yeah. Um, or at least like um, like some YouTubers saying that like they've been offered money to promote it, but first of all, it's a boring game, and second off, that I think sometimes that payments were either delayed or never came. So. Yep. Nah, but this this is completely different because, at, like, every day it's pissed me off more and more the way that like <laughs> animals are just like, um, the way that animals are treated, like just like just as if they're like completely like entirely utterly inferior. It's like NPCs, bro. Like the amount of times that I'm driving to work. On the highway, and I have to see a deer that's just like sitting at, like on the shoulder, and it's just dead because it's just been hit. And then the, 
that that's not my problem. Uh, that's not the problem that I have with it because obviously most of those would be accidents, yeah. or a lot of those would be accidents because like no one's gonna hit a fucking deer yeah. No one's trying purpose. to hit a deer on act yeah. like um on purpose. Yeah, but like it's the fact that then they'll just leave it there. Yeah, yeah, that shit is nasty, bro. Like I remember, like a a while ago. Literally on my way, like driving to my girl's house, I I go on or like to go there. I go on a highway sometimes, and literally on this one curve, it was like on this one curve, it was like an area of grass, and they left a deer there for like several weeks. And it's like, bro, like y'all, I know y'all have seen that. Like y'all can't clean that shit up, and it's just like sitting there and turning all like nasty and like like fucking decayed and shit and it's like damn like that's how much we care about like our fucking environment like we just leave shit like that there bro like not to mention the countless other like smaller shits that i've seen i go to school in newark so i see fucking dead birds and dead squirrels every fucking day and that's not even just over there that's over here too to a lesser extent but even just like random shit like that not to mention the amount of pollution and plastic that people just throw out on a daily basis that's a completely different thing but that's like something that we've normalized so much to just be seeing shit like that everywhere or it's yeah, like but that has major that's the craziest shit to me like yeah. for some reason we're desensitized to seeing like gore when it comes to um animals and shit and yeah i might like still like be somewhat hypocritical on my part because i i mean like i'm not a vegetarian or a vegan like i do eat meat yeah so it is a bit like contradictory but at least um like my opinion on especially these animals that like they have no plans of um like consuming the animal do anything like that the animal just lives in its own world, basically. Mm-hmm. We we just coexist alongside that animal. And it's just like, just because we have the power to assert our um, authority and whatnot, or at least show that, in I guess, in terms of like powers, shit like that, and strength, that we'd, um, that the, like these other animals would be inferior to us. And then it's just... It treated like shit, <laughs> just yeah. entirely like shit. That I like, I'd seen the same deer corpse on my way home for the, I think for a good like month and a half. I'm saying, and then I would, and then now I've seen like um the same four, on my way to work and on my way back, and near where I work, there's like a bunch of trees and like foresty areas. So even in other locations four where is I drive, OD, though, god damn. Bro, and it's not like they'll be, like, right next to each other. They'll be, like, a mile and a half, two miles apart. Mm -hmm. And they'll just be chilling there on the side. But, like, I don't know what it is about that, too. But for some reason, like, um, like I've, I've just been hearing or at least, like, seeing, like, so many, like, so many instances of that. Of, like, um, deer just being caught in a crossfire of getting stuck in the highway. Which I still honestly don't even know how that can happen. Just because, like... I I guess you just attribute that to that... um, To, like, how durable or resilient a deer is. To be able to live in, like, small patches of trees and forest right next to a fucking highway. Yeah. And it's, like, one day... 
Niggas just try they trying to go to the other side. Like <laughs> they trying to explore new new areas, new land. And they gotta play um what is it, fucking Frogger? <laughs> going across the highway. And it's like it never sucks. It just them, fucking though. sucks. Literally all it takes, like from experience, because I remember um I was door dashing. I don't remember if I told you, but I was door dashing a week or two ago. And I was like in like this residential area and it was like pretty, um, pretty like forested. Like there was like a bunch of trees and it was like a windy road or whatever. So I'm, I'm driving or whatever. And I'm like, obviously I'm paying attention to the road. And then this deer like jumps out of the foliage out of nowhere. And then deer, you know, usually like they'll just jump out and like cross the street. Mm Mm-hmm. This motherfucker literally stands there and like looks back, and I'm like, nigga, were like, your lights on? Yeah, yeah, I know it was nighttime, so like, yeah, well, nah, um, I wanna, I wanna um, refresh like my knowledge on that shit, but I like, I know there's something about like, yeah, a, that they like a deer, like basically gets entranced mm-hmm. by like the light beams, mm-hmm. and so then, yeah. Yeah, not because that's why they say like, oh, a deer in headlights, because like they just like stand there and like whatever. But it was like, it was like his back, or her, or they them. You know, we gotta we gotta be uh, correct. Be inclusive. For that. Yeah, exactly. Be inclusive, sir. But what's Come it called? Now. The deer right jumps out and it's like his back is to me, but then like it turns his head around, and looks at me, and I'm like, okay. And then instead of just fully crossing the street, it like runs along the street, and I'm like, bro. It's like running like in the direction that my car would be going. And I'm like, dude. <laughs> and I'm waiting for it to like to leave or whatever. But like my point of this is like I'm paying attention to the road. So like I was able to stop in time. But like, you know, sometimes people are Bro, like deer quick as fuck. Like I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of the times that a situation like that happens that people are genuinely caught by surprise. Yeah. I'm Because I know I would think sometimes where it's like. How, like, how can you not see the deer just, like, sitting there in the middle of the road? But then I would think, it's like, okay, it's nighttime. It's coming from the side. Yeah, it's so nighttime. Really it's, don't, yeah, exactly. So you can't really see that. And it's coming And you're paying trees. attention to in front of you. And, and they like, run fast as exactly, fuck, too. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like, I understand that. All it takes is one, like, little lapse for, like, 0.5 seconds, and then boom. Like, the deer is done up, and that shit, like, flies into your windshield or something, like... All it takes is a little bit of a lapse. And even if you are paying attention, like, looking in front of you, you might not always, especially at nighttime, always be able to see, like, yeah. Not yet, like, um, rest in peace um, to the person. But I think it was, like, two days ago that near, um, that on, on Route 4 that some deer hopped out in front of some guy on a motorcycle and oh, yeah, it, and yeah and it resulted um in their life yeah and it was like yo a car's already bad enough because deers are absolute like they're wrecking your car the yeah. second you hit them facts so then on a motorcycle especially it's like that's just so unfortunate for the both of them yeah because a person on the motorcycle is like you're not expecting a yeah. deer to just hop out in front of you like on the highway and then the deer, of course, is like, you're not expecting to just go get hit by a car one day. Yeah. Like, you're just, you're just fucking chilling. I feel like as someone, in, like, if I were, and I'm I'm probably not ever going to, but, like, if I were ever in ownership of a 
like a bike or like a motorcycle or whatever, I would not be on the right lane. Like for any reason, like I would always either be in the middle or the left. Cause like some shit like that is almost certainly because the dude was all the way on the right. Because that's usually how it is because the deer would be coming like. It was also early in the morning or it's yeah. like somewhat early in the morning. No, nah, that's, that's that's just su- unfortunate. That sucks, man. Like, I, it's just that, at least like in this environment we live in, we live in, and then you could take for example like the city. It's like no matter what people do to try and cons- um like conserve the lives of the animals here, realistically, what can we really do? Because their habitats are just shrinking more and more by the second. So interactions with us and then, you know, concerning deer, interactions with, like, cars on the highway, it's just inevitable. Yeah. They have nowhere to go. I mean, they got those trees behind them. Yeah, but fuck. It's <laughs> like, it's like us, like, it's, it's like us, like, take, like, a house, for example. You... You have to stay in the house, like, basically for your entire life. And if you take one step, like, outside the house, you risk endangering your life. Yeah. Seriously. And it's, like, the moment that you leave. Like, not even, like... And you, you don't have a choice. You were born into the fact that this one house you must stay in because if you take one step outside, that could be the end of your life. Yeah. And that's just a reality that a bunch of animals face on the daily. Yep. Because we just said, hey, trees? Nah. <laughs> we don't need. Just put a big need. ass road in between it. Nah, just put a big fucking mall. Yeah. Just put a little convenience store. Put a fucking railroad station. It's, I mean, that's why I like wildlife conservancies and shit like that exist. But it's, it's like, sickening. how much of that is like really going to help? A lot of people think that like the... Like, we're already, like, past the point of, like, going back type shit in terms of, like, pollution, in terms of, like, deforestation and, like, global warming shit. It's a superiority complex that, like, seems to develop in a lot of people when it comes to animals. The fact that it's just, like, like, there's nothing that you can do to stop me from doing what I'm doing. It's not even just the animals at this point either, like... It's like the like literally like the environment in general type shit. Like, oh no, yeah, they just treat it like shit. It's like yeah. yo, you live within the environment. Oh. <laughs> I got very passionate about animals. Zoology major. Huh. It it it's just it's just so weird because then a lot like people will claim oh you know it's just animals. This, this, and that. It's like, well, what's stopping you from treating, like, just normal individuals like that? Just as long as you just, you know, you feel that rush of power when it comes to having a small animal in front of you, like a dog or a cat. It's just like, I could treat this, I could treat this creature however I want to treat it because no one's going to tell me otherwise. Or because it doesn't, you know, it's not able to say stop on its own. And then the saddest thing... If they retaliate, who gets put down? Facts. It's facts. It's the saddest shit ever, bro. Yeah. It sucks that I've 
I probably won't be here to see a day if that ever happens. We're some way able to coexist, but honestly, that just sounds like an anime storyline nah, at this that point. Was, yeah. That don't sound like that's some nah, shit that could ever come true. Yeah, like humans will just always have that, um, like that ego of superiority over, you know, the animals that we're for. Well, yeah, that we're f- we're forced to coexist with, but it's the same on both sides. Yep. I'm getting sad now. I want to talk <laughs> about basketball because I want to talk about PG. Uh, okay, so talk about PG then. I know y'all heard me. <laughs> <laughs> over and over and over and over and over and over again. Dark Horse MVP candidate. Which is not going to happen. Dark Horse MVP candidate. As I was saying before, I was rudely interrupted. Literally carrying his team. I don't know what else he could fucking do apart from just, um, like, bring the turnovers down. But I don't, I don't, um, he just looks like he's forcing the ball a lot of the time. Like, he looks like he knows that he's the only one that's able to make a play on the team. Carrying his team to the 11th seed. Let's go, man. Yeah, we're... <laughs> Let's go. We're, we're, we're six games in. <laughs> nah, but, like, realistically, I don't know what it is, but everyone's just off to a supremely slow start on the, like, on the Clippers team, at least. Apart from... no, nah, I can't even say apart from PG, because he's had two games now where he's shot completely horrendous. That's, like... A normal thing, though. Like, yeah, to have no. four out of six games being good games, that's... Like, not everyone is going to be perfect every no, single yeah, game. No, yeah, but you know? the thing is that his... Like, let like take, like, Braun, for example. Braun will... Like, a bad game for Braun would probably be, like, seven for... Five, like, seven for 17, seven for 18. That's, like, a mid-game. Like, Brian has had worse games this season. But, like, usually, like, it's one of those things where it's, like, since he's not a main, like, he's not only a scorer, right? So, it'll be one of those things where it's, like, oh, like, he might have, like, like 15 to 18 points. And that's, like, considered, like, a, a, like a mid-game or, like, a below-average no, no, I'm not even just talking about the points. I'm talking straight up about how he shoots, like, in the game. Like, efficiency. his... It's like when his highs are, I can, hmm, no, not his highs. His lows are like horrendous. When he has a bad game, he doesn't just have a normal bad game. He has a terrible game. OPG. Yeah, all yeah. in all. But that's because he's like, his because he's like a big like three point shooter. So it's like if his jump shot isn't on, that's like a big part of his game. And like yeah, he slashes, but it looks like. It's he doesn't not get as to a big of as big of an extent as like other players because other players like he's like mainly looking to shoot the three, right? And when he's like, say for example, like if he's like two for nine or some shit, then that's just gonna be what he does throughout the game. He get like if he start usually when he starts a game off slowly, like that shit will beat him up until the end of the game. And for like at least like from from the past year up to now, I've noticed he'll ha he'll start off terribly, but then the second half he'll go insane. But then sometimes he'll go insane in the first half and then be a no show in the second half. And then it's like a lot of the times he doesn't show up for the 
like 100% of the game. And if he's the only person that's really going to be able to carry them anywhere <laughs> and he's not doing that at least like 90% of the time, I don't know where they're going. Yeah. Especially if it's like, if it's the case where he's, he has like a cold first half and then turns it up later. Cause it's like, okay, you go into the half down by 25 or down by 20. No, literally. And um, it's like, he, he could do really well in the second half, but like, where's that going to get you? Like y'all are already down. And it's like you gotta climb up this big ass lead off the shoulders of one dude, and that's the reason why they're so bad right now. Cause it's literally just been him. Occasionally, you'll get a good like Luke Kennard has been the Luke only Kennard other person game. showing yeah, up consistently. Exactly, you'll get like an occasional decent game from another role player, but it's mo- it's mostly him. Like ninety percent, not even ninety, like ninety five percent of the time, it's literally just him. So. 42 on like 68% shooting compared to the rest of the team 51 on 31% shooting. That's that's the only reason like I and we were talking about this earlier. I think it's very much is very um similar to how Curry was last year where people were putting his name in the MVP conversations but we all knew that he was not going to win it because of his seeding and it's like it's sad to see, but like given the the unwritten rule of like MVPs traditionally are like one to three seeds, maybe occasionally like a four seed. I think the Nuggets were the Nuggets a three or four seed last year when Jokic won. Um, they were like around they, there. Wait, no, Suns were second seed. Suns were second. I'm pretty sure they were third. Who did they play the first round? Fuck. They played the Blazers. They did play the Blazers. I'm pretty sure they were third seed then. Yeah. But, like, I'm saying, like, yeah, it's, like, around there. So, like, traditionally, like, that's where the MVP would be from. Like, the one of the best players on one of the best teams. Or the best player on one of the best teams. And it's, like, he could have all, like, the great numbers. Like, I never deny that, like, that I knew he was going to have a really good season. But it's, like, is the team going to have a good season, though? And that's why it's, like... I just have. I faith. remember when we made our predictions. I'm pretty sure I had the clip. I had the Clippers as a play-in, but it's like that's the farthest I feel like they're gonna go. Like, I had them what like six seed, probably. Yeah. I you know I have faith in the fact that they're just trying to find their shots right now. At least everyone else, and they still don't have all the people that they should have. Like they still don't have Kawhi, obviously. Don't have Marcus Morris and they don't have Ibaka. Yeah, but Kawhi's most likely not going <laughs> to contribute to their seeding. Oh, no, 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 no. Kawhi would be, if we make the playoffs, he'll be back for the playoffs. Yeah, but I'm just saying in terms of, like, how y'all are, like, what shape y'all are going to be in by the time the playoffs even come through. Because it's like, y'all are, if, y'all, if you guys get to the shape that you were in versus the Jazz, y'all are a top four seed. But it's like, is that going to happen or just, was that a fluke? Like, is like, because that's the thing. You had so many people Reggie's outperforming ego is still, their expectations. Reggie's yeah, exactly. ego is still in the playoffs, exactly. bro. Like, his shot selection has been very questionable exactly. <laughs> this season. He's like, oh, shit, I just turned up. Like, I'm about to be doing the same shit, especially that Kawhi is not here. Let me take all these shots that should be going to the star player and let me yeah, act PG like... He should be averaging 36 right now. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. I mean, 
He yeah. really should. If, Yo, he's good. I'm, if <laughs> he's he, fucking good. If he gets, or if, if the other guys get to anywhere near the shape that they were in before, I think y'all could turn it around. In the meantime, though, if y'all keep playing like this, it's not going to happen. No, yeah, definitely not. I don't think they're going to miss the playoffs. If they miss the playoffs, I'll be bad. No, nah, the shit that's worrying me is that it's like last year, PZ Loki took a step back on defense. But this year, he like he's been going stupid on both ends of the floor. Yeah. And he he already wasn't getting foul calls like beforehand, which I already found like weird as fuck because he'll drive a lot and they'll be obvious that he's getting fucked up in the paint. But they won't call nothing. And especially this year, now that they're barely calling anything. Yeah. He's he's getting nothing. Like I'm pretty I think the most he's been to the line is like four shot attempts in a game. It's a and lot of someone, people's favorite players getting fucked up by that rule. Like, I've noticed like he a lot of um a lot of people are like starting to not drive as often. Like Lillard, when he played against the Clippers, I think he'll um he only took like three, four layups and then everything else was a jump shot. Yeah, he's been he's been like bad though to start off the season. Nah, he'll he'll probably bad. he'll probably pick that shit back up. Yeah, but I think it takes an adjustment period. It's a always, lot of players shooting like below what they usually have. No, nah, it'll always just be in the back of my mind that he could potentially just be doing this to play himself out of Portland because you could just never count that um, possibility out because you never know at this point. I feel like if he wanted out of Portland, he would have asked. Because it's like, he gave them, basically, like, this past offseason, he was, th- that was, like, the first time I feel like he was ever, like, vocal about any type of, like, bad, or not even just, like, like negativity towards, like, Portland or whatever. And he's, like, I'm not, basically, like, saying that he's not getting the help that he needs or whatever. And so Portland was, like, okay. And then they got him, what the fuck did they get him? They Nobody. barely got him shit. <laughs> yeah, they barely they, got him They shit. got him Zeller. Yeah. And, and um, they got, yeah, they got someone else too. I forget. I'm trying to think. Was it Reggie Bullock or did he go to the Mavericks? I think he nah, went to the Mavericks. Fuck. I remember when they signed him, everyone was like, oh yeah, um, we're going to get Dame help. And then it was just like a picture they, of him. Yeah, they signed somebody. Some Somebody irrelevant, obviously, because you can't <laughs> remember their fucking name, but... It's like hey, that man is in the NBA. That was like the the help, like the big signing or whatever. And then also they got Chauncey Billups, who has admittedly he's made them like a better defensive team. But it's like if your star player isn't hitting his fucking shots, then it doesn't really matter. And I feel like if he, if anyone, like he's like on a caliber with the uh, with the Trailblazers that somebody like Harden was with the Rockets. Like, he was that organization. And so he was able to facilitate, you know, a move where he eventually ended up where he wanted to go. I think that if Dame wanted to do that, he would have. But just the fact that he's, like, nonstop professing, like, his his gratitude and, like, his loyalty to his team. I don't think he leaves Portland until he says he's going to leave Portland. Because I just feel like he's, like, on that on that caliber with them. He low-key like, dug himself... Um, he dug himself a hole anyways. What, signing a big-ass contract? No, this whole thing about, like, not Loyalty. leaving Portland. Yeah. yeah. Oh, because, no, for sure. But that's just like, how he is, though. Not yeah, but, like, there was that thing he texted about, like, 
Oh, um, P was just like joining super teams and whatnot. When he went at PG and Pat Bev and was like, y'all just chasing rings, joining super teams and all that. It's like now if he was just truthfully, the Clippers are not even a super team, even with Kawhi, because it's like it's just a dynamic duo. Like this, I think that's a big difference. Like comparing some shit like that to super like, teams, you gotta have at least like I think three, three like three, all star. Nah, not. I wouldn't even say all star. Or like two, like two, like superstar, like top nah, 10 for guys. a super team would be. And then I would like, say three, like at least like all like all NBA players. Eh. I, I think, like, two superstars and, like, an all-star. Because it's, like, you would call, like, like the Warriors, like, the old Warriors, right? With um with Curry, KD, and I guess you could say either Clay or Draymond as their all-star. Nah, but Clay or Draymond were, um, they had potential to be at least, like, all-NBA third team. I guess, but, like... Like, they, were, they both had potential to be all all NBA players. When I I'm think pretty sure NBA, they were like at least one of them were in those seasons. When I think of all NBA, I'm thinking like solidified, like like somebody that you know, not like a fringe, like you know what I mean? Because like all NBA, like it'll be like a random player that like one or two years is gonna be like an all NBA guy, but then like that's mostly like to fill out like a spot. It's like I'm trying to think like who would be. Like, it's like the, the Rudy Gobert of, like, the centers for All-NBA. Because it's like, you know is going to be there. You know Jokic is going to be there. And then it's like, Rudy Gobert is always, like, the third. Yeah, but I'm saying he, at least, like, like for example, the Jazz obviously wouldn't be a super team because they, they would just have Mitchell and... Um, and Gobert. Yeah, Mitchell and Gobert. Yeah. Lakers... Lakers, I don't think this year should... Just just going off of, like, how the season has started, I think people were calling them a super team before it's the season started. Or you had the people calling them a super team, and then you also had the people calling them a retirement home. So it's like, which one is it? I called them both. Yeah, but At I don't the think they're the, a super team. Just because of... I don't, I don't think just because they're not playing well that they shouldn't be called a super team. I just don't know if... And, like... If if they if the three of them are able to play the entire season together, then you could consider it that. But just given like injury history and stuff, it's like if you have a superstar caliber guy, but he's only playing six fifty to sixty percent of the games, then that doesn't really account for like it's like the twenty fourteen Lakers for me though. Well like, like the fact like Dwight Was that twenty fourteen? It was like twenty thirteen or twenty fourteen. I, I thought it was like twenty 20- Hold up. No, no, like, it, it was 2013 or 2014. I think it was, yeah, 2013. But, like, Nash got injured. Um, Howard got injured. And it's like, you know, they never played a full season healthy together. But they're still known as probably, like, the best super team to, like, well, how would you say? Well, the best like super team should not make it to the finals. Oh, yeah, no, no, yeah. It's like, like a failed super team. But they're like, they're, like like the, they're like the best failed super team, though. They had Dwight Howard coming off of three defensive player of the years. They, you had Kobe. Everyone knew who Kobe was. Steve Nash wasn't the same person he was, but he was still known around the league because he, you know, he had won two MVPs, and it's not like he fell off a cliff entirely. The injuries took him. Uh, yeah, I think that in that situation... I don't I don't really know because Dwight Oh, and they had Pau Gasol. Yeah, but Pau, Pau Gasol was like already like 
out of his prime low key. Kobe was not the same Kobe as when he won in uh in 2010. Nash was definitely not the same player. I I think it's not comparable only because like Braun literally won a chip 2 years ago. So he's he's still like until he proves me otherwise and last year was I feel like was an anomaly just cuz of like all the injury shit that happened. And, like, we don't know, like, maybe that's just how, like, his career goes for the rest of it. Like, he's just, like, perennially hurt because he's, like, older now. But until healthy Braun proves me otherwise, I still think he's that nigga. AD is that nigga when he's healthy. Russ has had good games. So, I think that if healthy, I guess you could consider them a super team. But I think the, that's the big question at this point. Because it's, like... Are also just them figuring out like the general situation <laughs> because they're they have I think they're like what four and three now so it's like they're not as dog shit as they were for the first few games but like they still have shit they need to figure out and also Melo amazing addition he's been he's actually been like he's the leading got, scorer he's got them like two wins a lot like yeah single for sure for sure He's been, like, the leading scorer in quite a few of their games. Literally just off of, like, spot-up threes and shit a lot of the time. Yo, you remember when people... <laughs> I was going to say you remember when people were calling this team a super team, but on people. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking 2017 Thunder? Nah, uh, 2017 Thunder. You mean... You mean 2016? Not 2017. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. I thought Melo wait, no, still no, no. had it. Wait, wait, wait. No, 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 That's no. That's 2017. 2018. 2017 was when Russ got uh, MVP. 2017, 2018 season. Yeah. There. Oh, God. Yo, I, <laughs> yo, I was so gassed because I was like, uh, nah, hold on. But then I should have just realized that it's like, hold on. Melo, like, literally in like in his first interview, was like, I'm not coming off the bench. I just feel like that team didn't... Like, they they had no chemistry whatsoever. Yeah. Cause I just feel like, in hindsight, I remember when we were well, we were mad high. We were like, oh, like, our favorite players are going to be playing together. <laughs> not because, look, Me- like, Melo wasn't... Melo isn't the same person now that he was when he was on the Thunder. Facts. Because if he was that same person now... He would want. He would be he would like want jab a starting stepping spot. in the yeah. He would and be yeah, yeah, nah. He just hold stepping on to in the, the ball. mid range, like taking all those dumbass shots. But then, like, I feel like once he got, once he went to the Rockets, he was like, okay, I've been relegated to this role, and I'm gonna do the best that I can. He did the same shit last year in Portland. He was very good in Portland. And no, this yeah, year, no, because before he got signed to Portland, like he was, like he wasn't playing for a good amount of time. Mm-hmm. Like no one had signed him. Yeah, so the it was Rockets like, dropped him like if you really want to keep playing basketball, you gotta understand that you know that starter role or like that star role that you're used to or that you were used to for like over a decade. You gonna have to give that up. Yeah, I feel like truthfully on the right team he could start. I just feel like it's a big question of like his defense, honestly, because it's like and. To be fair, I think with the in the Lakers, yeah, he's a good six man. Yeah, I think in the Lakers' best lineup though, he would be in it. If I'm gonna keep it a buck, cause like in their fourth quarter lineup, I'm pretty sure he's in it. I'm saying, I'm saying, cause like AD should be at center. AD honestly, like bitching about like wanting to be power forward instead of center, honestly hurts the team a lot. Primarily because 
both of their center or actually no Dwight is still pretty decent on defense. DeAndre Jordan is not. And honestly, I don't even know why they picked him up. I feel like it should just be Dwight and AD getting all the center minutes. And him being on that team is like, okay, you have a lob threat. You have a guy that can get boards. It's the hope for us. No, it's not. Honestly, it hurts him more than anything because it's like you have two guys who are best playing on the inside in AD and DeAndre Jordan. And it's like, okay, the fuck you want Russ? You want Russ to shoot threes? No. No, it's just driving and throwing lobs. Yeah, but... that. Like that is how like we his get, his not. drive. I'm saying his drive is best. Like if it's like a two man game with him and AD, right? Say they're running a pick and roll. You got DeAndre Jordan's big ass in the paint still, and you got his defender there. And Russ, where we've seen him play best most recently, he was pretty decent on the Wizards. Wizards have stretch bigs like um, like Davis Bertans running a four. And you only have one big man in the paint. You run pick and rolls through him. And on the Rockets, where the Rockets were running a bunch of guards and like small forwards and shit, running PJ Tucker at the at the center, right? Where that's a, that's five out basically, and you just have Russ isolating. And he could get to the lane every time because no one else is there, like in the paint. So I think running like specifically with the Lakers' offense, running two bigs. It's like it's decent for their defense, but it's like we know that AD can hold it down down there either way. So it's like part of the reason why he's struggling, not only because he has to get used to playing with Braun, who Braun obviously at his best isn't a spot up guy. He needs to have the ball in his hands. But like them playing off of each other and learning how to play off of each other is one thing, but also like they need to tell AD, like, get your ass in the fucking paint, bro. Like, no more of that, oh, I want to be a power forward, blah, blah, blah. Like, no, nigga, get your ass in the paint. That We're best when you're center, so that's why they run him in the fourth quarter as a center. I know how he feels, though. That's that how I'll be on 2K. <laughs> that shit gets mad boring being uh, playing center. Like, nah, but it's wanted to play the guard position. It's different with you, though, because it's like your center can at least shoot. So it's different. Yeah, so can AD. Yeah. That, my point is, though, like, imagine imagine you had to run as your big man, but then there was also another big man. So it's like every time you want to say, like, we're running a pick and roll, right? You roll to the rim, and then you have a... Oh, shit. You have another big-ass dude in the paint with his big-ass defender, and it's like, I can't even roll to the rim anymore because there's two whole niggas here. It's like that, to me at least. I don't know. Yeah, but like I, I just think that spacing, like with the Lakers already not having that many great shooters, with the Lakers not having that many great shooters already, I just think that spacing, like getting what as much spacing as they can, would be best for them, in my opinion. Yeah, but, but they're but- still doing pretty decent for themselves. They're like a four seed right now, so. Not too worried. When it comes to AD, though, that's why I think, like, he's not thinking of, like, the team. He's, like, thinking of him at that point because it's, like, him playing power forward, averaging 28, 13 boards. He's not doing that, though. That's my point. He's not even, like... Yeah, but that's what I'm saying because power forward, everyone's running small. He was abusing people in the power forward position. I mean, yeah, but... And then now, like, now he got to go... Play up against a big man, and with him, like without injury prone, he is. 
he probably he probably isn't too excited about the fact that he just has to live inside and has to worry about if he steps on somebody's like ankle or somebody's foot and fucks it like fucks his body up again. Just because if you're a paper mache, just because like if you're a big man inside, like you already know, like you gotta go like when you're jumping up for boards, you gotta watch out where you're landing. Like setting screens, people could step like could step on your foot. You roll into the paint, you could step on somebody's foot and roll your ankle. That's a good point. So it's like him. You're he. He's a power forward, so him at power forward, he usually just play like the mid range or whatever. And if he can drive, he'd drive if there's not that many people in the paint. Center, he's forced to do that. So I just think like, that defensively is best for them too, because no, like, yeah, it probably is. But if if he was fully healthy, like it probably wouldn't be a problem. But yeah, if he's I, injured I think or whatnot, and you're, put, and you're putting him in a position where he has like the highest chance of re-injuring himself, I wouldn't be that like I wouldn't be too happy either. Yeah, because it's like I understand the team's gonna succeed, but like. Like I just keep getting long? injured. Like yeah. when can like when can I not get injured anymore? That makes sense. Like bro, when, he fell on the floor the other night and was holding his knee, and I got so fucking scared that he hurt himself again. It's like, dude, the season just started. He's banging against people like yeah. for, for, for four quarters straight. It's hard. And he's a yeah, he's a pretty injury prone dude. So like, yo, he sees Bron just playing the perimeter. He's like, I need that, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I just need some space. I don't even like. Because the thing, I'm not even saying, like, play center, like, oh, like, get down in the paint, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, the Lakers would be perfectly fine running, like, like I was saying before. Like, if they run five out or even yeah, but not are you even really just... Gonna, are you really going to have just AD sitting in a corner? Nah, nah. I'm saying, like, if they would run, like, say, like, three shooters or whatever and just, like, a pick and roll with them two on, on off or... But who are you putting at power forward? Power forward would be Mellow, ideally. Either Mellow, they could have Mellow at power forward, they could have Braun at power forward and put like um, like one of the other shooters there, like Bazemore or some shit. Just like a few spot up guys, Russ, Braun, and AD. That's literally all you need. Because literally all Braun needs is shooters, all Russ needs is shooters. They could play off of each other, have Russ cutting or have Braun cutting. And both of those guys, that's honestly probably the best playmaking duo in the but league. But AD's in the paint, is he? AD doesn't have to be in the paint, though, is my point. Like, they could run pick and rolls with him. He could be setting screens for some of the other shooters. That's not only is it the best lineup offensively, in my opinion, just because of the spacing it provides, but also, like, defensively. DeAndre Jordan and Dwight Howard, especially DeAndre Jordan, cannot run the pick and roll for shit. Russ is already, like, not really that great of a defender. And that's just, like, on other guards. So, if you want him to, to switch onto a big and then have, like, somebody... Say, like, they're versing the Blazers, right? Dame, Dame and Nurkic are running a pick and roll. We're assuming that Dame is, like, not shooting, like, shit. Dame and Nurkic are running the pick and roll and Russ is guarding Dame and DeAndre Jordan's guarding Nurkic, say. And then you have... Dame getting a screen and then he wants to shoot it. DeAndre Jordan drops on the screen every fucking time and then you have Russ. <laughs> the Zubak. Exactly. Yo. Bro, all those tall, all those centers that are like not that Bro, mobile. the commentators be roasting his ass. Every time someone sets a pick and roll and then they just have a wide open three because he doesn't step up the commentator's like, 
oh yeah, you know they're bringing in a sub for Zubak. Like you know he brings all this offense. No, not all this energy on the offensive end, but like defensively they're just picking him apart. <laughs> I, it's facts though, bro. With all this talk, like why do you think that like a lot of the better centers now, like. Some some of them like Jokic's still do the it. Goat. Yeah, nah. Like I was about to say, like Jokic still like does like some of that drop screen shit, where it's like okay, it's not that good, but like it's like those not mobile six ten and up centers. The difference is that Jokic more than makes up for it on the offensive exactly, end. Exactly, exactly. He literally like he could backpack on the offensive end and just let the mm-hmm. rest of his team carry him on defense. Exactly, and it's like okay, but then you're. You're DeAndre Jordan, who's literally just a lob threat. So you can't, you're not really doing much on offense aside from that. He got to develop a three point shot. You saw Dwight hit a three point shot the other day. That I see him every. He hits one like every couple years. That shit was fun. Like literally, <laughs> like everyone was hyping the fuck out of him though. Bro, like, the things I it was hit- like the fourth quarter, like garbage time, and he literally just got the ball and shot that shit with the ugliest form, and then it went in, and everyone was like, "Yo, like, he'll hit it." No, pu- no, the shot will go in pure as fuck though. Yeah, it's like. Like, you yo, you a shooter? No, imagine, like, <laughs> yo, imagine Magic Dwight with a jump shot. <laughs> nah, he would be OD. You know, nah, speaking of Magic Dwight, do we want to talk about the top 75 shit? Because I feel like some yo, of the stuff um, there was kind of absurd. Nah, I saw some shit, and when they originally made, like, the 50, the top 50 list for the 50th anniversary... That when they were thinking of making this top 75 list, that their decision... Or, well, by they or there, I'm talking about, like, the committee mm-hmm. that, or, like, the writers and analysts that made the list. Oh, no, they also had ex-players there, too. Yeah. They also had like, some current players. Oh, yeah, true. I think, like, Curry and Giannis were some of the... Yeah. But, like, that they said they that they were going to keep the original yeah, 50 players. Yeah, they kept the 50 and then just... And it's, like, a lot of them just should have been taken out, because, um, like, the two people... um. Right away that I saw people say were uh, actually no three the three people that um I saw people say I think were um no wait I was thinking of Demarcus Cousins I was that's something else I think but it was um Dwight and PG those are like current though oh and then no no the third one was Kyrie yeah obviously no, Kyrie Kyrie was, Kyrie was in it yeah, and then <laughs> they they folded on his shit. Like I Lil- think there's some there's Lillard should not have people. made it yet. Clay yeah. definitely should have made it. Draymond Green def um definitely should have made it. Exactly. Um there were people on there like like so I just think that keeping the original 50 like I understand like oh like you don't want to like erase the past or whatever but it's like if yo, there's a nigga like, there that's better the, or if there's these current that's player, better, like these put them out. These like, current players just like outclassed. Exactly, <laughs> bro. Exactly. And it's like why is it that how many fucking defensive player of the years did Dwight win? Like three? Three in a row. Bro, you're you're about to tell me that a three-time defensive player of the year is not gonna be a top 75 player. And you're gonna have niggas like Dave Bing and like Debusher and even Dame. Like Dame should not be in the top 75. If we're gonna Yo, have, they put Dame, if we're not no, gonna they literally have put Damon as a replace like they just put Damon as a replacement for Kyrie. It's stupid. Bro, if you're going to have someone like Dame on there, how are you not going to have Paul George, first off? And no, Bro, like, and Dwight, Dwight Howard bro, is so Dwight, fucking obvious. Like, that's so stupid. Yo, if anything, bro. I'd put Andre Drummond over some of those other people. Because his nah, re- nah, 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 nah. 
His rebounding alone would like that's just like numbers though. He's like honestly, he's one of the biggest like empty stats niggas to me. To me, it's top seventy five. Like you could say like oh, yeah, like, but there's a, a great- lot of there's a lot of old heads on that list that were part of the top fifty that they just had like great some, stats. They yeah. had like great stats or some impact in the NBA. And it's like, yeah, you deserve to be a top 50 player. Yeah, but it's like all Andre Drummond really has is like all-star selections and like a shit ton of rebounds. Like he didn't really do anything aside from leading the league in rebounds a lot of years. Yeah, but out of, even like out of the top success. So like, you're saying, but like just in general, because I think the top 50 list came on like in the 1990s. Um, though The top 50 players like ending in, in the 1990s, Andre Drummond wouldn't be in the top 50 of that. You would have to, I would have to see the, that list to be honest, to really know. Like, I would have to see the list, I would have to see their accolades. Cause, like, maybe he is, like, I don't know. But, like, just going off of like what I do know and like just my own opinion right now, just cause, like, I don't, I'm not really high on Andre Drummond. I like, think just the stats alone just yeah, carry him. But yeah, I'm saying though, and it's like it should be more than like if I'm looking at somebody that should be considered a top fifty or a top seventy five player. No, like, no, but I'm saying like top fifty, not including now, just like in the nineteen. Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying like if you plot him into that era with what he has, but I'm just saying like he a would lot of like those, fit. He would literally be. Nah, he'd probably be like an All NBA player. I mean. Like he, cause he fits in that. Nah, yeah, yeah. He fits in that generation. But that's like so a different. Well. That's like a different question though, cause it's like it's one thing to say like, oh, like if he played in that era, what would he do? Versus like, oh, if he had these accolades that he has right now in that era, then like, how would he be considered? I think I just think it's different, cause it's like you hear all these people say like, oh, like. Like, comparing, like, Braun and, like, Jordan and shit, and it's, like, oh, like, how would Braun be, like, he would be, like, violating the league if he was in Jordan's era, or it's the people that's, like, no, LeBron's too soft, like, blah, 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 like, he would get bitch in the 90s, like, they're too, like, he's, he's la flop, like, all this stuff, and then it's, it's like that, where it's, like, we don't really know how we would be in a certain era, even though you could probably say you'd play better, just because of, like, the transition or just like over time we know that like the nba is just gonna get more talented regardless and oh, me in it. <laughs> nah bro i've really seen like old footage or like even like recently like some wilt footage came out yeah, that hd footage yeah and it's like bro plot me into that era and let me sauce up some of these plumbers that were playing back then what a specimen <laughs> <laughs> Nah, I really could have been an all-star. No cap. Nah, he was really the epitome of a freak athlete. Nah, word. I seen, bro, you seen the stuff where it's like, oh, like, he was, like, that height and that build, and he had, like, like a 40-inch vert or something, and it's like, and you really thought, fast. like, I, yeah, exactly, and I really thought, like, all that stuff was myths, and then I saw the footage, and I'm like, bro... Is this dude human? <laughs> like, what is he doing right now? Like, like I'm telling, he was what the he hell? was dead ass because he had anomaly. like a track, yeah, because he had like a track background too. Yeah, he, he did like, I think he did like track in like high school or some shit, or like he did it in college. I don't remember, but like he had a track background too. So you had this dude who's already freakishly tall with a very athletic background, and it's like, 
oh, he couldn't survive in today's NBA. Like, bro, somebody like that with that athleticism is dogging anybody, bro. bro. That's like seven foot. That's like seven foot three Giannis type shit. And it's like, bro, it's different. And the fact that he barely won shit back then is actually baffling to me. I think that just shows how stacked the Celtics were, too, back in that era. You had some dude that was built like that, losing to a team with God knows how many Hall of Famers that they ended up with. But... See, him, Shaq... Kareem. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about, like, centers. Oh, like, I'm ta- dominant? No, I'm talking about, like, an- like anomalies, oh, like, physical like anomalies? In, the ga- in the game. Like, him... Shaq, Shaq, for sure. Um, Curry. Curry's so, more of an anomaly, like, for his skill, though. Not, like, physically. No, but, like, even physically, like, before him, small guards were not <laughs> were not as respected as they are now. Before him, it was just, you know, like, Allen Iverson, Isaiah Steve Thomas, Nash. Though. Steve Nash. Um... Yeah, but he re- he revolu like he revolutionized. No, yeah, for it. sure, for sure. Because before it wasn't even like he got a lot of people into the league just yeah. for knowing how to shoot the ball. That's true. Not in terms of like how he revolutionized the game, definitely. I put Jokic in there too. Yeah, I, I just think <laughs> Yo, like, Jokic is wild, like, yeah. bro. I just think like when I think of like a nom- like I'm more thinking like. Like freakish athlete type shit. Like yo, it's like him and it's like him and Shaq on offense play complete like the complete opposite Ooh, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then also like like their bodies are like <laughs> the complete opposite. Yeah. But then they both dominate the offense yep. just as much. Yep. I wouldn't say just as much, but like Jokic nah, is feel, that I, nigga though. Nah, Jokic, Jokic shit is hell underrated because defenders literally have to watch at all times. Because he because he pa- throw he throws no look yeah. passes. He'll throw behind the back, so it's like and it's like out of the post too. Yo, so it's like word, different from like even a lot if of he's ice swing in the post, you cannot turn your back on him whatsoever because he'll just find your man and he'll make the shot. And he finesses so good in the post that it's like if. If his shooters are on that day, it's so hard to like to guard them because it's like Jokic is already gonna be a dog in the post because he has like a shit ton of finesse moves, and so it's like if his shooters are hitting, somebody's gonna have to double out because like the guy in the paint almost always is gonna need help unless it's like Rudy Gobert or like Embiid or something. They double out and then there's somebody open. You know that Jokic is gonna the moment he sees. That he's getting doubled, you know he's going to see the open man. Like, all the time. Something like that, I just feel like... Honestly, he's, like, one of the best playmakers, in, like, in history. I'm going nah, to just keep it a buck. Like, that might be a hot Bro, take, but, like, he's insane. Him and Shaq both drawing defenders for completely different reasons, too. Shaq, Shaq because you're afraid he's going to dunk yeah. on you. And <laughs> Jokic, you're just... <laughs> You got to watch to see if he's trying to find the open man. Yeah. You got to keep moving on defense and make sure no one's open. Jokic is that I'm man. telling you, they both put that intimidation, um, like, in your head. Yep. But Jokic just doesn't, like, you have no idea what he's going to do next. And then Shaq, it's, you know what he's going to do. But you but just you, can't you, stop you just, it. <laughs> you just yeah. can't stop it. 
Not good as well, you know. Not to mention Jokic has a three point shot. Oh my yo, Jokic is Jokic is amazing. Get him Jamal Murray back. Watch what he gonna do. Get him PG, bro. Oh my, <laughs> that would actually be kind of crazy. Um, I'll make. I would like to start a Mike Z. I'm mean, gonna make that team. I don't know because this has never happened in real life. Move on to there. The Nuggets trade Michael Porter Jr. Two first-round picks and Aaron Gordon for Paul George. I'd actually not. So you don't want him playing with Kawhi? Between Kawhi and Jokic, I'd take Jokic. Low-key. Like, that sounds crazy, but it's like injury history, though. And the teammates, like... he, Bro, Murray, Paul George, and Jokic... Yeah, <laughs> like healthy Murray, like bubble Murray. Oh my. Yo, he should have pulled a KD. Bro. <laughs> he should have pulled a KD. Yo, oh, you know what? That's it. I'm gonna imagine stop. that team. <laughs> I'm gonna stop before imagine, I just go up on the tank. Imagine that team versus Kyrie Harden and. All right, oh all right, stop, stop, stop. I'm getting too excited. I'm getting too excited. I'm getting type shit. I'm getting too excited. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate y'all for listening. Shit, we went on for over an hour. We got close to that to that longest one, but Word. not quite. Too bad, buddy. <laughs> Maybe another time. I hope everyone, every single one of y'all. And when I say every single one of y'all, I mean every single one of y'all. Every last one. Literally every last fucking speck. You call these people specs? I don't think they're going to like that. Lovable specs. Hmm. I watched a video about like a theory on Horton Hears a, um, Horton Hears a Who. So like specs are just in my hmm. mind. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> Watch out. Have a great morning. Have a great noon. Have a great afternoon. Have a great evening. Have a great night. Have a great lunch. Have a great breakfast. Have a great dinner. Have a great snack. Have a great picnic. Have a great movie. Have a great show. Have a great video game. Whatever. Whatever it is. Have a great time at it. Make something positive out of it. Do you have any final words, Sam? Don't forget what I said at the beginning of the video. Where just copy-paste the audio and just put it at the end and just make it so that you can hear it again. All right? Because... I don't feel like doing it. I'm lazy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Peace out, y'all. Peace out, guys. Love y'all.